He's on the line, and he's a man that uh, I certainly feel like I've heard more on BBC World recently than I have on our own radio station, so it's a real delight to have him on the line. Thursday, as you know, 1st of December was World AIDS Day, and there was an enormous amount of talk about a prevention revolution and how we shift. There's also the injectable, I think it's CABLA, which is coming, and I hear that that is uh, possibly already in South Africa to tell us more the one and only Professor Slim Abdul Karim. Prof, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning to all of the listeners. I'm talking to you from Cape Town. You're talking to us from Cape Town. Most of the time I listen to you and you're talking to me from the BBC uh, internationally. (laughs) (laughs) Prof, this is very exciting news, the news about an injectable um, HIV prevention, uh, I suppose one, I don't want to say cure, but a preventative uh, prophylactic, surely. Yeah, so we quite understand that one of our biggest challenges in the HIV pandemic right now is the ongoing higher rates of HIV in young women and in certain vulnerable groups like uh, young gay men injecting drug users. We have an effective way of preventing that, but it involves taking a tablet every day. And what we have found is that particularly young people, and because they're quite healthy, they're not sick or anything, it's very difficult for them to keep taking a daily tablet. So we need to develop long-acting alternatives. Now, the problem is that if you develop a long-acting alternative, people still have to think that they're going to get HIV and they still have to come to the clinic. So it doesn't obviate the problem entirely, but it makes it a little easier and it increases the options that are available to people who want to start Mm. pre-exposure prophylaxis. And that's what this new injectable that you give called Cabotegrava long-acting, or Cab-LA for short, that this now is a new option. I'm not expecting it to, to suddenly change everything, but it will be, it's, it's one more incremental advance in hmm. our HIV armamentarium. I mean, it, it feels so extraordinary to think that how we've moved and what the projection or process or journey has been when we first knew of HIV uh, in the early 80s in, in a very public mainstream way and where it is now as a chronic disease. I mean, it does give one real great insight into how the medical profession works. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, you know, some people describe it as one of the, you know, great accomplishments of science and political commitment combined in that what you had was the development of highly effective drugs when taken in combination, they basically convert what was a uniformly fatal disease into one that's just a chronic manageable condition. And through global solidarity, where wealthy countries put money into a global fund, and that that fund makes money available to poorer countries, we can now provide those drugs, those life-saving drugs, to the most remote village anywhere in Africa. So it's that capability that has seen 
a sea change in this disease from you know what everybody would describe as a scary disease you know you don't want to go near somebody with hiv so now we have our colleagues with hiv you know that we we can regard as completely uh, in a safe way so we have now reached a stage in this pandemic where hiv is a manageable condition but what remains for us a major concern is that in 2021 we still had one and a half million new infections mm. and we had nearly 700,000 deaths from HIV. So the job's not done yet. We still have a way to go. It seems to me that um, the science of it is moving forward, but the uh, marketing, if one wants to use a crass term, of, of the issues has not really uh, caught or, or caught power, if one wants to call it that. Yeah, I think it's it's a combination of we haven't entirely converted the success of antiretrovirals into practice. And part yeah. of that has been the challenge of stigma. And that's why this year's World AIDS Day, the theme was equalize. We want to uh, ensure that in the world, everybody has equal access and we don't have to deal with the discrimination and the stigma and the shame of HIV. But we also need to continue our efforts in science. There are still three big you know, issues that we have to resolve. The first is we need a cure. Yeah. The second is we need a vaccine. And the third is we need a treatment, which you can take just once a year, for example. Yeah. And all of those three uh, are being investigated and there are many exciting studies underway to address all of those three challenges. Perhaps we can get you uh, on the show to talk of them at a later uh, stage, uh, Prof Slim, if you don't mind. Sure, absolute pleasure for you, Michelle, anytime. (laughs) Prof Slim Abdul Karim, of course, Director of the Centre for the AIDS Programme of Research in South Africa, but also Vice President of the International Science Council. And as he notes, uh, it's called CAB-LA, an injectable prophylactic uh, coming into South Africa to help young women uh, as we look at the virus HIV.